If you are a brave heart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Brave Hearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the brave hearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here is your host, Brian Reinbold. Welcome, brave hearts. You are listening to Brave Hearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio. And I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're going to talk about the personal retreat, part two. Last week, we talked about the idea of the personal retreat and gratitude being the beginning of all good things. We'll get into that in just a minute or two. First, check out our sponsor website, BraveHeartsForKids.org, and BraveHearts flagship service, SpotlightHope.org, helping connect families with resources to help them in their time of need and their ordeal when their child has cancer. Be sure to connect with us on social media, too. You can find the Brave Hearts for Kids on Facebook. You can find me on LinkedIn, and I've been making some tremendous connections on LinkedIn. We'll talk about that a little bit in the second segment. First, I'd like to begin, well, I've got, I, I, I'm going to bounce to a different story. I began, uh, I'll have to get back to the, uh, the story that I intended to start with. And when I was getting, doing the mic test and, and getting set up with Matt at uh, Voice America Studios. We talked about the uh, Thanksgiving, and and uh, I, I said, "Did you have a good Thanksgiving?" Said, yeah, we you know we did. We had uh, we had two dinners. And I thought, oh, you know, that reminds me of a story. And and like I've said many times, you can't go you can't go more than a minute or two in a conversation with me until uh, I, I I say, you know, that reminds me of a story. And that reminds me of a story, but the one I'm going to I'm going to get to right here is the uh, the idea that uh, two Thanksgiving dinners. See, when I was a kid, we would go visit my my mom's mom in a little town called Richardton, North Dakota, and mom had eight brothers and uh, and a sister, and her uh, her dad passed away. Uh, when I was just a little baby, so I never really did get to know him. But Grandma would always have dinner, and, and whoever was able to to get there for for the holidays, Easter or Thanksgiving or Christmas, or uh, you know, not so much the Fourth of July. I don't recall that we were uh, traveling out there. We were probably going other places in the country on summer vacations. But uh, those those uh, those big holidays, Thanksgiving. You know, we would we would have a big Thanksgiving dinner at uh, grandma's place and then and there'd be a lot of a lot of uh, uncles and aunts and cousins and uh, that was about it you know but uh, then, then there got to be uh, uh, the, the next generation and, and a lot of people and not a big house grandma had uh, 
Not a big house, not at all. Um, you know, one of those uh, little t- houses in a small town, maybe maybe 800 square feet or something like that. That was about how big her house was. And upstairs was an attic that was largely unfinished, so there was stairs going up there. Well, we would have a big dinner there and probably 20 or 30 people around there. Maybe we had stayed overnight the night before and slept out on the porch. A lot of, uh, lot of family around. And we would... We would uh, we would have that big Thanksgiving dinner, and there would be turkey, and I guess you'd say all the fixins, and everybody has their own set of things that go with with the uh, the turkey dinner. But uh, we would we would do that, and we would we would visit and talk, you know be talking, and uh, uh, some of the adults would have uh, a, a, a grown up beverage or two, and uh, the, you know those kids we we might go outside, run around, and chase around, maybe get in a fight with each other because sometimes that's what cousins just do. Well, we would uh, we would do that, and then then at some point we would say the long goodbyes, and we would get in the car, and we would drive to my dad's mom's place, uh, Grandma Reinbold in Hebron, North Dakota, uh, 15 miles down the road from Richardton. Well, you know, Hebron is one of those towns that uh, it's, you know, it's, it's probably a little bigger than Richardton, uh, but still maybe peaked out at around 1,000 population uh, once upon a time. And we would go to Grandma's place, and there'd be maybe even a bigger group there because the the, uh, the the brothers and sisters. My dad had uh, three sisters and four brothers, and, uh, and and a couple of them lived right there in town. So there was uh, several cousins that were uh, that were there in uh, in the town of Hebron. There was a whole bunch of people at Grandma's place, and we'd have another big Thanksgiving dinner. And at one point, I, I rather attributed that to uh, how I got to be so big. Um, but um, that that was something. It was it was feasting, and there was a there was an aspect of um, having Thanksgiving dinner at uh, at uh, Grandma's place in Hebron that uh, many of the cousins remember, and that is that there weren't many places to sit. At a table, she had a table, but her house was nowhere near as big as uh, Grandma's in in Richardson. Uh, Grandma Reinbold's place in Hebron was um, maybe four four hundred square feet, something like that, and she had a little uh, little stairway that went up to her attic, and that's where the kids had slept. That's where my dad and his brothers slept, and his three sisters slept uh, when they were kids growing up, and they slept. They they grew up in that house. After uh, after uh, my my grandfather, uh, who was a coal miner, uh, died in an accident in in his coal mine in rural Morton County, North Dakota, back in 1943, and then they moved to the town and and they lived in that little house where there was a there was a, a wire with a sheet that separated uh, part of the attic from where the boys slept from the other part of the attic where the girls slept. Well. That was that we never felt richer than when we were at Grandma's place, because there was there was always such an abundance. There was always such a a feeling of abundance and thanksgiving and gratitude and and there was you know there was the family 
and uh, it, it you know it wasn't like now where you'd uh, you'd tune into three football games uh, all the rest of the day on Thanksgiving. You know, heck, I think she had a nine-inch black and white TV, and the only thing I ever remember watching at Grandma's place was Lawrence Welk, uh, who, by the way, was from North Dakota, so he was something of a hero. And he was from a place in North Dakota called Strasburg, which, oddly enough, was not where my parents were from, but it's the place where both of my grandparents' uh, clans came from in uh, in the old country. Uh, you, you know, it was Germany when they left. Uh, it's France now. It's a place called Alsace-Lorraine. But uh, we never felt richer, never felt richer than when when we spent that time at at Grandma's place. And it was that that sense of abundance, and it was the abundance of goodwill and love and fellowship and and it, you know the whole family. So it's you know it's the uh, the the the, uh, the series of F's on Thanksgiving: food, family, feasting, fun, and football. You know, there's all of this. Uh, all of the, the feasting and food could probably, you know, be categorized as the same thing. But there's all, you know, all of that, all of that, that that's part of Thanksgiving. You know, Thanksgiving uh, has has for a long time been my favorite holiday, and I I really enjoy making that Thanksgiving dinner. We did that this year. We had uh, we you know we had a turkey, and as they say, all the trimmings. You know, we made a couple of uh, kinds of stuffing. Uh, actually, not stuffing. It was uh, was dressing because we didn't put it inside the bird. You know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't stuffed. Um, so what we you know we had that, and we we had uh, what I call once a year green bean casserole. You know, it's uh, green beans and cream mushroom soup and those French fried onions. And it's really good, but we eat once a year. And uh, we also eat cranberries once a year, but we decided to eat them more often now because we were out uh, visiting a friend out in Medora, North Dakota. And uh, Roger Dieterle, if you're if you're listening to the show, uh, thanks so much for the cranberry recipe. We had some turkey. We had great turkey dinner with Roger a month or so ago out in the uh, uh, retreat in uh, Medora, North Dakota, in the Badlands, in the beautiful Theodore Roosevelt National Park area. And Roger had a uh, cranberries and honey uh, uh, recipe, and I I made that this time, and I told my my son about it and about how you know you use a bag of cranberries and a pound of honey, and he he thought that was uh, uh, that sounded awful sweet. He said that sounds like a recipe for diabetes, but uh, you know I, I'm not sure that uh, honey counts as a sugar. Um, Maybe somebody can uh, let us know about that. You can always let me know, mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Always looking to hear from you, get your feedback. And uh, it's, been, uh, it's been a blast getting the feedback from, from the people that uh, are listening to the show. And, it, you know, it's funny because I, I was thinking about this on the way, uh, you know, d- driving today, uh, doing, doing a little uh, um, business that uh, needed to be done out. And uh, driving along, and I was thinking, you know, I know that there are are thousands of people listening to the show, and I know that you're all over the world, and uh, outside of the United States, I, I, I know that Ireland is uh, is uh, is the country where there are the most listeners. So, welcome to our Irish listeners. We're so glad to have you with us. Um, but I, you know, I'm, I'm thinking that what what I've 
I've really wanted to do is have something where, because it's not like speaking to a group where I've got a, a a hundred people, a thousand people, or even six people in in a room that I'm that I'm presenting something to, and and I, I tend to make that uh, more interactive when I do presentations and workshops and so forth. And it's funny because what I found is is that what I, what I really want this to be is I want you to you to feel like I am talking to you. That you know that may, there may be thousands of people out there, but I am talking to you today, and I want I want to have a conversation with you. And so if that uh, if that ignites a spark that says, "Hey, I want to I want to write to Brian, and I want to talk uh, talk about um, something that inspires me, or someone that inspires me, or an idea that that is uh, that really lights me up. You know, I want to hear from you, mission specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn too, because we are we are putting together some wonderful shows for the uh, for the for the uh, the coming year. And uh, today is today is the thirteenth week of the uh, of the show. And I, I thought kind of thought of this as uh, thirteen weeks at a time. Uh, a quarter at a time to do the um, to do the show uh, you know quarter at a time and I set what I consider to be modest goals for uh, for the first 13 weeks and they were to have fun number one have fun uh, second is to be grateful and then the third one is to get good at it and that's something that it's you know it's it's really pretty vague you know get good am I good at it? I don't know if I'm if if you think I'm good at it then I then I'm good at it um, but what I what I meant by that was I wanted to be comfortable with the idea of of doing this knowing how it works and knowing that uh, just just knowing that uh, it's going to work and um, I'll tell you one quick story before we go to break and it's about the first time that I that I um, gave a speech at Toastmasters. And I gave my opening line, and then I forgot what I was going to say next. And then I remembered, and then I went on with my speech. Well, the fellow who interviewed me, or not interviewed, the fellow who uh, um, reviewed the speech, gave me the feedback in the speech, was Tony, Tony Livernoy. And Tony began his uh, evaluation with, you have the pause down. And I thought, I thought, wow, I can't make a mistake up here. And what a great feeling to be a speaker and go, hey, I can't make a mistake up here. Nobody knows what I'm going to say next. And, you know, I realized that you know, a lot of times I don't know what I'm going to say next. But uh, stick with us and uh, we'll find out what that is on the other side of 60 seconds. We'll take a break now. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. 
Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about the personal retreat, uh, personal retreat part two, and uh, to connect with us, uh, join uh, join in, uh, uh, come to our sponsor website, it's uh, bravehearts4kids.org, and uh, you know, maybe consider making Brave Hearts your uh, thriving choice or Amazon Smile uh, choice for your shopping this year. Man, we we uh, have done a wonderful job working with these organizations. And when I when I think about the the area of you know getting into specializing in training organizations and training. Uh, uh, charities and and volunteers and and people that work for companies about this uh, sweet spot where the intersection of uh, the individuals and the charities and the companies is that's uh, that's a tremendous uh, opportunity. So I think consider making Brave Hearts for Kids your uh, your Amazon Smile charity this year. Um, also, uh, check out the National Day Calendar, nationaldaycalendar.com, and please connect with us on social media. Uh, you can like and follow us on Facebook. That's Brave Hearts for Kids. Connect with me on LinkedIn. We've got some tremendous uh, connections on LinkedIn that have been happening. I'm going to I'm going to ask you to to mark your calendars. Uh, the November 9th, we've got a show with uh, Sherry Johnson again. She's the mad scientist for Make a Difference, the uh, CEO of Brave Hearts for Kids. We've got Craig and Shelley Larson that'll be joining us on the uh, 16th and uh, J.D. Gershbein on the 23rd. And then uh, Dr. Carl Sovak uh, coming back uh, joining us once again on January 6th with a uh, launch of uh, 2020 with a 2020 vision program for the year 2020 and beyond. I think there's uh, never been a better time to uh, to have a personal retreat. You know, I just, uh, just came off um, a personal retreat this, uh, this past four days. And a while back, I was... 
I was telling my coach, uh, Rebecca Riggs, about how I'm an analog guy. And I would, uh, I would make, a, I would make a, a real statement about that, you know, and I kind of beat my chest about it. And I was, I was really, I was really, um, I, I was really proud of the idea that I, I, I'm an analog guy. And I, I said I would, I get results the old-fashioned way. I pull doors. I walk in. I shake people's hands. I look them in the eye. We, you know, we talk about and and, and we get results. And so my affirmation was, I'm not good at technology. I'm an analog guy. That was my affirmation. That's that's that was me. That's who I I was. Well. Rebecca listened to me tell her about that. She said, well, couldn't you be better at being an analog guy? Couldn't you be better at doing all of that if you were also good with technology? And I thought, wow, you, you, you really got me. You know, you, I, there was no answer to that. I, but I couldn't, I couldn't simply reverse the uh, the idea that I'm an, you know I couldn't just turn around and say my new affirmation is I'm good with technology my new affirmation is I'm great with technology there's a there's a congruency to um, to an affirmation that if it's not real it's it it really I I don't think it works or at least it doesn't work for me so I can't I can't start looking myself in the mirror and say hey I'm great with technology so. What we did is we had to we had to find a bigger program. And you think of of your affirmations and the idea. My idea that as, an, as an, I'm an analog guy as a program or an app. You know, it's a, it's an app. It it runs on a platform. And so I had to look and say, so what is a bigger and better and more important program? than this I'm an analog guy program. And what we determined, what we came up with was, I'm really good at learning. And it worked because it's it's a bigger program than I'm an analog guy. It's a, it's a better program. I've, it's been with me longer. It's more important to me. It's, you know, so it's a, it, it, in that case, it worked. So it, rewriting the program to say, I'm I'm an analog guy, but I'm also good at learning things, and more importantly, I'm good at learning. So I can be, I can become, I can le- learn to become good with technology, and rewrite the program of being an analog guy. So now I'm 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 still really good at the uh, walking indoors and and meeting people one on one and and. I, I, People keep telling me, man, that's a skill that uh, we need to have now. We need to uh, kind of go, go the rotation in the circle. And uh, when when I mentioned um, uh, J.D. Gershbein uh, be my guest on the 23rd, uh, J.D. gave me an idea that I've been using this for, for several weeks now. And I think it's, I think it's a terrific idea. What, uh, what I'm doing with, with uh, the idea that I got from J.D. is when I connect with someone on LinkedIn – the first thing I do is I check to see, uh, you know, I just let them know, you know, we, we have more connections than we've ever had, but you often hear now about how they lack depth. 
And so I'm seeking to change that. Would you be available for a phone call in the next week or two? And I've had I've made some absolutely amazing connections with that, and one of them, of course, JD, and he'll be on the show on uh, on uh, the twenty third, and uh, talk to him today. We're looking forward to having a really really good show, and um, and you know so rewriting that program, uh, going from I'm an analog guy to uh, I'm really good at learning things. And so what we did is we, we took that and we, we, we really gave it some thought and said, what is it, what is it that we're doing there? And what, we're, what we came up with is we're asking a question to allow us to have an answer that brings two things together that we didn't think could be brought together. Okay, so stick with me on this, because what I'm what I'm getting at is the question, what if it were possible? And when we when we dare to ask that question, what if it were possible? What if it were possible to be an analog guy and to be good at learning so that I could also be good with technology? That's a question that. That is, I, I think it's a courageous question because what it does for us is it gives us the opportunity to, to um, make both things happen. And so we say, what, what if it were possible to do that? So in rewriting the program, uh, going from um, uh, I'm, a, I'm an analog guy all the way to um, I'm really good at learning things. I'm, and, and now I'm, 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 you know, I'm good with the technology. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say I'm great with technology. I'm always looking for help. Uh, so um, that's, that's something that, uh, what if it were possible to be good with technology and get help from people who are great with technology? So there's an example of how that, how that question works. And uh, if you are great with technology and you want to help uh, an analog guy to become better at uh, doing the uh, mission specialist work, if you've got something that um, inspires you, if you've got someone that inspires you, you've got a great story, uh, write to me, mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. We can connect on LinkedIn. And uh, let's, uh, let's talk about your story, too. So the idea of uh, being, what if it were possible, that's, that's what we really got into uh, over, the, uh, over the last uh, few days at the, the um, personal retreat. And so uh, I'm going to tell you after the after I come back to the uh, to the show after the break, uh, we're coming up on that uh, very shortly. I'm going to get into the, uh, the the things that I came up with. Uh, what if it were possible? And uh, remember that if if you have an, if you have uh, a desire to do a retreat, we're doing these. Uh, we call them a return on engagement retreats. You know, companies that have done the return on engagement retreats, they 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 really see that they they've got people that are really focused. If the company's really focused on employee engagement, companies are seeing that uh, people stay longer, so they have less turnover. 
and uh, they have more enthusiasm, they have greater productivity, they get along better with the other employees, and so they have better teamwork and, again, greater productivity. And all of these things result in lower costs to the organization and greater satisfaction for the employees. And uh, I think it's a more profitable business, man. When you have people that are passionate in your business, uh, that is just good for business. So that's what uh, uh, that's something that um, you can write to me at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. We can connect on LinkedIn, talk about uh, setting up a. Um, uh, return on engagement retreat for your charity, your business, and uh, connect those two one with the other and the employees and uh, and show some real return on engagement. So hang in there with us. We'll be back on the other side of 60 Seconds on Bravehearts Radio. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm really grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about the personal retreat. I say personal retreat part two. Last week, I talked about the uh, personal retreat and gratitude as the beginning of all good things. Today, I uh, decided to share a little uh, about the uh, personal retreat that I just finished, um, We'll talk about that, uh, get back to that in a moment. Uh, check out our sponsor website, uh, BraveHeartsForKids.org. Uh, really consider making Bravehearts your Amazon smile choice for this year for your shopping online. And hey, it is Cyber Monday today after all, right? Uh, also check out Spotlight Hope, uh, Bravehearts uh, for Kids flagship uh 
uh, service. You know, some of the comments that we've gotten from Spotlight Hope, uh, you know, Dakota Fisher, uh, brilliant resource. As a paramedic, I have appreciated the portable content of this app on the road. Keep more coming recommended. Nora Robinson, fantastic app. It has helped me a lot, has all I need for my clinical practice. I really appreciate it. And from Callie, I love this app. Always use it during my clinical posting. It's very useful. Thank you. Uh, Clayton from uh, uh, Clayton says, uh, this app has amazing features wherein they also provide you with financial support by connecting you with a lot of local resources. So really great feedback from uh, people in particular in the uh, the medical community, uh, folks that, that are interfacing directly with the families that, that need the service, that need the help. And it, that's, really, uh, that's really good to see because that's the idea behind the Spotlight Hope is to make the connections uh, for people so that they can find the help they need in their ordeal when their child has cancer. So uh, check out uh, Spotlight Hope. Uh, like uh, like Brave Hearts for Kids uh, and follow us on Facebook. And then, hey, follow me on, uh, or what, is it, what do you do on LinkedIn? Connect on LinkedIn. Yeah, connect on LinkedIn. We've had some terrific connections. We've got some wonderful shows coming up. I've got some things going into January now and even uh, looking at some things into February as far as connections that we're making with folks that have connected on LinkedIn. Uh, next week, uh, we've got Sherry Johnson coming back. Uh, she's going to be our guest on the on the 9th, Craig and Shelley Larson on the 16th, uh, J.D. Gershbein on the 23rd, uh, Carl Sovak with the uh, 2020 vision for the tw- for the year 2020, the 20s and beyond. That's coming up on January 6th. Always like to give a shout out to our. Uh, wonderful uh, sponsor for Brave Hearts for Kids, the National Day Calendar, nationaldaycalendar.com. You know, go ahead and check that out. Get your National Day Calendar. You got a whole lot of fun gear, too, you know, like a, like comfy hoodies and T-shirts and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, and then follow the National Days. Today, of course, on uh, December 2nd, they show that's a Cyber Monday, um, Fritters Day. Mutt Day and Special Education Day. I uh, talked with uh, Alice recently at uh, National Day Calendar, and she said they get, um, on the average, uh, a, a new request for a day, a uh, new, new day of some kind or another, uh, every six minutes. So about 20,000 uh, requests for new days every year. So they do put a few on there, and they put uh, some, some pretty cool stuff. So check out nationaldaycalendar.com. Uh, to uh, to check out your national day. So, last week I talked about the uh, the personal retreat and the idea of um, gratitude is the beginning of all good things. Well, so there's there's the uh, I won't go through the whole story, but came up with the idea that uh, there are uh, seven levels of um, wellness that we have. And then I associated a color of the rainbow with those, and then uh, it, it it was a you know it was like Maslow's hierarchy for a while. I used it you know I used this thing in planning and uh, you know this uh, in training for a couple of years, and then I came to realize that uh, you know it's you're not going from one to another; each one influences each other. So physical wellness isn't 
simply a prerequisite for abundance awareness. And that's not simply a prerequisite for great relationships or passion for your work or curiosity or inspiration or spirituality going up the line toward a pinnacle. It's more of a circle where each of the things is something that affects each of the other things. So if you are, if you are um, uh, spiritually more well, you will be physically more well. If you are physically more well, you will be better in your relationships with others. If you're better in your relationship with others, you'll be better at your at having passion for your work. If you have more curiosity, you'll have more ability to be inspiring. All of these things interact with one another. Every one of them affects every other one of them. And and so we, we often say doing good anywhere does good everywhere. So what if it were possible to be better at one of those things? What if it were possible to um, be better at all of them? What if it were possible? And and so we, we begin by asking that question, what if it were possible? So um, that's, that's what, uh, that was really the result of the, uh, of the mission, the uh, yeah, the mission specialist uh, personal retreat. What uh, the, what the result is 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 a a list, and um, it's a it's it's a list of um, of of questions. Uh, it's not a list of goals or statements or wants. It's a list of questions, and the questions all begin with, "What if it were possible?" And I'll just, you know, I'll just go to one, one of the pages here um, in the violet. That's the spiritual area. I say, what if it were possible to prepare for the 2020 vision retreat? Well, that's pretty simple. Um, what if it were possible to be the best radio host I can be? Uh, that's, is that a spiritual thing? I, I, I put it in there because uh, it, it occurred to me that that's something that, uh, that affects everything else in that, in that way. Uh, what if it were possible to continue to perfect the mission building behavior presentation, the seminar and the workshop, and the mission building behavior retreat? And what if it were possible to find a uh, permanent location for what we call the red tiled roof. That's uh, it's a place that in our visioning, we've uh, identified a place and it's, uh, it, it looks like it's got a red tiled roof. That's what the, that's what the vision is. That's the, the pictures that I have on the vision board. And uh, it could be in uh, Southern California. It could be in uh, New Mexico. It could be on Lake Como in uh in uh, uh, in Switzerland, you know, it it could be in any place where there's a red tile roof, and you know what? It probably doesn't even really need to have a red tile roof, because one of the one of the things that uh, is is most important in goal setting and one and envisioning is to say, this is what I'm going for. This is something that is my vision. This excites me. This gets me going. But I don't have to go exactly there. And what it does is it gets us going on the way. It gets us moving towards something. There's something we call the intention paradox. And the intention paradox is one of those, one of those concepts when people will say, um, 
So you're really happy, right? Of course, yeah. Say, well, if you're really happy, then why would you have goals? You know, why? Because that's that's a paradox that says that if if someone is has goals, they're dissatisfied, and they're 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 probably unhappy. And there's that's a that's that's really a dilemma in my mind. And uh, the the idea that uh, you know to have a goal means you're dissatisfied. Well, to have a goal means that you've got another place to go. You know, I'm I'm really happy here, but I'm really looking forward to visiting Barcelona. You know, that's that's something that, that that doesn't mean I'm I'm not happy here. That and and it, you know maybe on the way there'll be something that will say, you know what, we should stop here. You know what, maybe we should stay here. And that's what happens when you're when you're um, uh, when you uh, uh, have the the uh, aware of the intention paradox. Because when you're intentional about your your goals, you know, what if it were possible to set a goal? And be more happy than ever before on the way to achieving that. And what if it were possible to find something or just be aware of something that may come up along the way and say, here's an opportunity. And you know what? If you hadn't been on this path, you know what? You wouldn't have seen that opportunity. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have been there. So, that's uh, that's something about the inten- the intention paradox. You know, you're you have goals, but you're not uh, you're not unhappy. You don't have goals because you're unhappy and dissatisfied. You're ha- you have goals because you enjoy the journey on the way to the goal. Earl Nightingale, one of my one of my mentors. Uh, way, way back, you know, he was, uh, he was one of my mentors, uh, back when I used to listen to cassette tapes in the car. Uh, we didn't have, uh, uh, voice radio. We didn't have an app that could, uh, stream this into your car radio, you know? So I would listen to Earl Nightingale and, and, uh, and he, he talked, he talked a lot about goals. And so, um, you know, that's, uh, uh, I, I think of him as 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 one of my mentors, and always grateful for the time that I listened to Earl Nightingale and lead the field. You know, and he he had a wonderful wonderful voice for radio. And if you um, if you want to look something up, you want to check out something uh, trivia wise. Back when they had records, the old LPs, Earl had the very first million selling record that was voice only and um it was a it was a record and it was his presentation of something he called the strangest secret and i I, just uh give you a, a little spoiler here the strangest secret is and he said he said it's something that uh uh, you you can't learn it until you're ready. I think it's uh, one of it's one of the old philosophers. I think it's an old Greek saying is, when the uh, when the student is ready, the teacher will arrive. Um, in the strangest secret, Earl said, "We become what we think about. What if it were possible to have?" A list of affirmations. What if it were possible to to phrase your goals in in the sense of possibilities rather than wants? Wants are things that you don't have. Possibilities are things that you already have. 
You just have to, uh, you know, find them on the path that you're already on and keep going. So what if it were possible to, um, to, for, for me to stick with an idea and, uh, and, and, um, you know, just, uh, just, just keep at it for, for the whole show. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, that's more like um, having a conversation with you, I suppose. So I'm glad that we're having this conversation. Remember, I'm, I'm still listening, looking for those listener quotes. Hey, send in your favorite quotes. Send in your favorite quotes. Why is it your favorite? You know, and um, uh, it can be something that uh, that you've said. It can be something that you know someone else that said uh, that said things. Uh, it could be something you heard on this show. I'd love to hear that. And uh, you know, I use quotes all the time. I've got favorite quotes, and I've got most favorite quotes. I've got most most favorite quotes, and. Um, uh, so I, you know, I've got hundreds and hundreds, I'm sure, of, of favorite quotes. So we're going to take a, uh, a a little bit of the time at the end of the year and talk about a a favorite quotes show. So uh, stick with us, and we'll be back uh, on the other side of 60 seconds to wrap this up today on uh, Brave Hearts Radio. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm uh, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned into voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I am grateful that you've joined us. I'm grateful that uh, I have the opportunity to be with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about the personal retreat, personal retreat part two, 
And uh, if you want to connect with us, we'd love to hear you, hear from you at mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Uh, connect with uh, Brave Hearts for Kids, uh, braveheartsforkids.org and Spotlight Hope, the, uh, uh, the flagship uh, of the uh, flagship service of the Brave Hearts for Kids organization, nationaldaycalendar.com. Uh, for you know, hey, I'll tell you what, that's a that's a good uh, uh, Christmas gift. Go go there and got a couple of books that I that I picked up recently. Went to a a, a, a Circle of Integrity event. My friend uh, John Blumberg, uh, he has uh, uh, BlumbergROI.com. Re- return on Integrity ROI. People think of ROI as return on investment. Return on integrity, you know, that's uh, a program that he does. The book is called Return on Integrity. It's uh, it's for it's for everyone. There's uh, the original version was for uh, corporate executives and CEOs. Uh, the uh, the new version, Return on Integrity, is for everyone. You know, you can pick that up on Amazon.com and and uh, make sure that you uh, you know consider Brave Hearts for Kids as your Amazon smile. Uh, donation. Um, another one from Danita Bai, connected with Danita um, through Carl Sovac and on LinkedIn. Uh, Millennials matter, and uh, you know what a terrific uh, uh, concept there. Millennials matter. We, we're going to be doing a, a show about millennials. Something I call circular mentoring. The idea that everyone at the table brings something uh, that uh, everyone else can benefit from. And it's not just top down. It's not just uh, you know like the the old mentoring programs. I'd describe them as older white guy, younger white guy. If that's your mentoring program, man, you're going to get left in the dust uh, because uh, millennials matter. And you know, in a way, I, I, I talk, talking with Denise about this. I said, I said, you know, we're all millennials. We're all here in the third millennial millennium and that that makes all of us millennials it's like the ray bradbury story where the uh settlers on mars and the little boy and his father are walking along and the little boy keeps pestering his father he says papa papa show me the martians show me the martians and finally they get to a pond and the father says uh, look down and look into the pond uh, there are the Martians, and as they they lean over the pond and look in, they see their their own reflections. So, they were the settlers of Mars. They were the Martians, and so that's uh, that's how I I view the idea of being a millennial. And uh, you know, that's a, maybe that's more inclusive than some people want to hear. But hey, that's uh, that's the way I see it, and I'm sticking with it. So, another book is uh, you know anything by Connor Kaneen. And, uh, you know, being that our, our, our number two country after the USA is Ireland, for listeners, uh, look up uh, Connor Kaneen. It's uh, C-O-N-O-R-C-U-N-N-E-E-N. He's got several books that are, that are just excellent and uh, fun and, uh, you know, good stuff on, on learning to speak and being a better speaker. Uh, you know, I didn't, uh, didn't really think I'd be... Uh, you know, making making out your Christmas list for you here, but um, yeah, great some some great ideas. Uh, you know, consider that. So, coming out of the uh, mission building behavior, uh, the mission specialists' uh, personal retreat this past week uh, came up with the idea that uh, you know I got three more weeks this year, three more weeks. Uh, this decade, and then um, really grateful for the opportunity 
to take some time at the end of the year and uh, a couple of weeks at uh, around Christmas, New Year's, uh, those those two weeks, and spend a good deal of that time on uh, a personal retreat with the objective of vision, envisioning for the year 2020, the decade of the 20s, and beyond, a 2020 vision for the 20s and uh, the decade of the 20s. Uh, I think it's. I think that's just a. It's just a wonderful opportunity. Uh, I'm so grateful for that opportunity, and I've. I've always said, if you have the chance to take a t- take some time, and I imagine it's probably a matter of saying, I, I'm just going to do this. You don't have to take two weeks. You know, back in back in the day, as they say. Uh, Albert Einstein used to take uh, you know a couple weeks at a time, and he did what he called water retreats. And a water retreat for him was to to simply sit and look at the water. And in in a way, I think of that as it's a lot like what I think of as meditation: it's just letting letting your mind relax, letting good things come to you, without trying to pursue them. You know, to pursue those thoughts, let those thoughts come to you, and um, and it's kind of going back to that program idea. Sometimes we have uh, we have a we have a program running in the in the back of our mind, and it's um, something that it's like it's like the um, it, it's like you know sometimes you'll see that your computer is is compiling data or it's, you know it's just running, it's just doing something. If you put that thought into your mind, just let it run. So that's something I recommend. We'll talk a little bit more about that, and I know we'll get into it next week too. So I want to thank you for joining us this week, and as always, uh, it's it's been wonderful having the chance to talk with you on Bravehearts Radio. We've been talking about the personal retreat and the question: What if it were possible? And we're on Bravehearts Radio on the flagship variety channel here on voiceamerica.com. And we're the leader in live internet talk radio. Please remember to check out our braveheartsforkids.org. Follow Bravehearts for Kids on Facebook. Like us there too. You can email me at missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, Please plan to join us every Monday at 4 Eastern, 1 Pacific. Next week, we will be talking about the power of gratitude in advance. What I think of as, I, I say, appreciation activates abundance. And we'll be talking about the power of gratitude in advance. And we'll have as our special guest, uh, Sherry Johnson. She says she's the mad scientist for mad for make a difference. She's the CEO of Brave Hearts for Kids. And um, she's got some great ideas on the power of gratitude in advance. So remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And we'll see you next week. Until then, be well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time.